You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. How you doing, man? Man, tripadvice.com. It's funny saying that. That URL has been around for 11 years now. Insane. I put that up March 20. What was it? 2011. Yeah, 2011. I put that up. Never thought that I'd call it Trip Advice. I don't know if you guys ever checked out my old podcast. That's really old. It's not even around anymore. I used to have a podcast called Dudes Talking About Chicks, which was the same idea. I gave dating advice, except it was more of a of a show where, well, first of all, I had a partner with it. So I was working alongside of a buddy of mine and he was co-hosting with me, but it was, I keep on wanting to say it was kind of more entertainment-like, but we did give advice. I guess it was just more fun and funny, and we would have a beer of the week and try new beers every week, and we would do this thing where we'd call it Chick Week. So every couple months, we'd do a Chick Week where we would just specialize and give women advice, but it was mainly giving advice to guys. That was before I had trip advice. I was just giving advice for fun. And then that was how I found my passion. And that is how we got to episode 624, which is where we're at right now. And it is so cool to continue to do this. I even just started a new podcast recently called Relationships Are Underrated. And that is a podcast where I take the next step in the process of meeting women is the relationship. And that podcast is something that I do now with a new co-host. A friend of mine, I would also say a colleague because we met through work. He is a older gentleman who gives dating advice to women. And we teamed up and decided to do a podcast for relationships and couples. I like to say whenever I announce this, because I've said it a few times now on the podcast, that I have a new podcast, that it is not taking away from How to Talk to Girls. How to Talk to Girls is my baby. It is my gem. I love this. I will be doing this for so many years to come. And I'm excited to continue doing it. I just decided to to actually put another project in the works. Some of you might already know this because you're working in the TripAdvice coaching program. But I have another coach who's working with us. His name is Eric. He is incredible. He's helping so many guys. And he has allowed me to be able to have more time to produce more projects. So I have Eric, who is also doing coaching, because if I'm doing coaching all the time, then I won't be able to, well, for at least for this, produce more episodes here, and I won't have time to do other things in the business that I need to do and and even create more content like I do. Even in the summer, I'm going to start putting out more TikToks and, and putting out more little tiny bites of information there, which is really cool. And if you guys are on TikTok or you watch YouTube shorts, I'll be putting out a lot there or Instagram reels, same thing. So anyway, point is, is that I have a new podcast. Relationships are underrated. It is everywhere where you listen to podcasts. So you can check it out if you're interested in learning about relationships, or maybe you're still listening to this and you're in a relationship, you should head on over there and check that out. And I'm just so happy that I'm able to do more content for guys to help guys and get them to the level that they want to be in their dating and relationship life. It is pretty awesome. And a big 
Thank you to Eric. Eric, if you're listening, my coach here, my head coach at TripAdvice, thank you so much for being on the team and helping guys out. I get guys who are interested in coaching and and they say, oh, Trip, I've been listening to your podcast. I feel like I have rapport with you and I know you so well and 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 I'd rather work with you. And that's fine too. It just, there's a little bit of a wait to work with me. It's just a, a couple month wait. But if you don't, and some guys are cool with that because maybe they're busy. They don't want to even start coaching right away. But for other guys who want to get going right away, Eric is is incredible. I always say that he's still teaching the same principles. You're not learning anything different. He is completely trained in trip advice and has been a coach longer than trip advice. So he's not like this newbie coach who's been working for me and only me. He has been coaching in the realm of dating for men for longer than he's been working with me. But he just got an opportunity to be able to get more clients and that's why he does work with me and you might get a chance to work with him. A recent client that worked with him got to the point where they got a girlfriend, another guy. He had a lot of problems with getting first dates to turn into second dates and more. And by the time that he was done coaching with Eric, he got our client to the point where he was sleeping with many girls on first and second dates. So you can only imagine what he can do for you if uh, if you have any of these issues or if you have problems. Not to say that you won't be working with me, but if you do end up applying for the TripAdvice coaching program, you might be working with me or him. Who knows? We figure that out for you. If you're interested, go to coachedbytrip.com and apply today to work with one of us and join the coaching program. There's two options currently. There's the TripAdvice Mastermind, where you'll join a few guys. There's also the TripAdvice Accelerator Program, where you get one-on-one coaching. And it is pretty incredible, the results that we get for guys. It is awesome. I'm just so excited about it. Honestly, I'm always so excited about it because every year, we just get better and better and better. We get guys better and better results. Don't believe me? Go to, well, you probably do because you like this podcast. You're listening right now. But if you don't and you want to know what kind of results guys are getting, if you go to coachedbytrip.com, you can see all the different crazy stories of guys who have worked with myself and Eric in the Trip Advice Coaching Program. We have really changed their dating lives and given 180s to guys, completely turning them around, getting them to the point where they're dating so many women they don't even know what to do with. And I quote one of the people who actually said that in one of the videos it's incredible. So what are you doing? Stop waiting. Go to coachedbytrip.com today if you need help with your dating life. Today's episode, we're talking about the five behaviors that women desire. This episode is from another YouTube video. If you've been listening in sequential order here, you know that I've been taking some of my longer YouTube videos. There was this point, I think it was around 2020, So I think this was right around COVID time. I was putting out really long form content on YouTube. I was making like 15 to 20 minute videos. Just the other day, I was thinking about how awesome those videos were. I think it was maybe two months where I did this, where I was putting out multiple videos per week, where I was just ranting on really good topics and just giving really good advice that I'm so thankful that I remembered so that you can listen to this. And I said, let's get this on the podcast. I have so many different avenues where I give advice that I like to cross 
over a little bit because I know that people who listen to podcasts don't necessarily go on YouTube. I even put some of my podcast episodes, not in full, but little clips of them on my YouTube channel because I know some people who watch YouTube don't listen to podcasts. So just cross-promoting a little bit and just getting everyone that I can, all the advice that I give and all the help that I can. So this little 15-minute, 20-minute clip here is going into the five behaviors women desire. And I want you to take notes. I want you to listen in. And I want you to use it. I want you to use the advice. Now, before we go into that, I want to talk about something real quick. I might talk about this again on another episode, but it begs to be talked about. So this is not on topic of five behaviors women desire, although I can connect it to it. I just wanted to give a little PSA for you to help you with eliminating the excuses to approach. So a lot of people have a lot of excuses before they approach a woman. You know, good old cold approach, talking to women in person, offline dating or offline approaches. So one of the behaviors that women do desire is assertiveness. And so when you go over and approach a woman, she's going to see how assertive you are. And that's very masculine and she'll be very attracted to that. Women like an effective and assertive man. But a lot of guys have a lot of excuses to not approach. They say she's got a mask on or she has headphones in or people are around and and people are watching and looking. Just understand that there's always going to be something. Your mind is very clever at preventing you from getting a rejection because it fears rejection. So it will, and probably has succeeded so many times in getting you not to do an approach. And I must tell you now, you need to eliminate the excuses because there's always going to be one, except for maybe that one time where there's such a perfect approach that you could do. She's just sitting all alone, not moving, reading a book, and no one is around at all, and she's in a field. (laughs) And it's like, wow, this is perfect. Those moments are few and far between. And I understand, trust me, if anyone gets it, it's me. It's scary. When people are around, it's scary. When she's walking and you want to try to interrupt what she's doing and you feel like you're interrupting her or stopping her, it's scary. But it becomes less scary once you just push yourself to do it. And the more that you have excuses, the less you'll do it and the less comfortable you become and the less competent you'll become. So you need to eliminate excuses as much as you can and throw yourself in the fire. I promise you, you won't get burned. Maybe scratched, but you won't get burned. Yeah, she might reject you. Yeah, it's a little bit of a blow to the ego. But like I say, and I have said on many episodes before, the pain of not doing the approach will always far exceed the pain of the actual rejection you might get. So what excuses are you making? What are you saying to yourself every time you want to go over to approach a woman, but then don't? That's not you. That's your brain. That's your ego trying to save itself. You are not your thoughts. Eckhart Tolle, famous philosopher, modern philosopher, talks about this idea, you are not your thoughts, that your thoughts are something else, that the you is the observer of the thoughts. This is getting deep now, but follow me. 
The real you, the actual you, is the observer of the thoughts. So instead of being the thoughts, being the person who's saying to yourself, don't go over there. She's talking to somebody. Don't go over there. Don't go over there. You're going to get rejected. Don't go over there. People are around. They're going to judge you. They're going to make fun of you. Become the observer of those thoughts. And you can do that by being aware of the thoughts. Wow. It seems like I'm making excuses right now. It seems like there's this thought coming in my head. And you look at the thoughts. Don't overanalyze them. Don't take them in. Just observe them. Push them to the side and act anyway. Act anyway. I'll say it again. Act anyway. Eliminate the excuses. Be the observer. Do the approach. Make it happen. Do this for you. Don't do it for me. Don't do it for your friends. Do it for you. You will be so happy that you did. Think about that. This week, want that to be part of some of your new thoughts. Sound good? All right. Why don't we get into the five behaviors that women desire? Here it is. Check it out. Take notes. Enjoy. Trip Kramer here from tripadvice.com. And what I found over the time of my own personal journey with understanding women and my journey of being a coach, helping men understand women, is that a lot of guys come from the idea that it's all about your looks, the amount of money you have in your bank account, your status, that really affect attraction. And while those absolutely affect attraction, there is another part that most guys either are not completely aware of or don't spend a lot of focus on. And that is the way that you're behaving when you're with a woman, your behavior. I like to say your behavioral cues or some of the intangible things that you possess, right? So if we're talking about the tangible things like money, uh, status, looks, right? The things that you can kind of see. We're talking about you in terms of your behavior, the way that you're acting. Yes, you can see it, but it's more about the way you behave, more intangible stuff that affects the way that a woman looks at you and affects the way she becomes attracted to you. So while a lot of guys are playing the money look status game, which is a really hard game to play, I want to teach you how to do the other side of things, how to change your behavior, the way you act, and the way that you are as a person in terms of being able to attract more women. And the good news is what I found through my own experience and through coaching and through learning from other people is that your behaviors actually work way more powerfully in terms of the game of attraction than anything else. Yes, you're going to have on one end of the spectrum women who are gold diggers, women who are trying to go after guys for just their money and their looks and things like that. Great. Let them have that. Those are not women that you want anyways. So let's have you focus on what's going to attract not only a quality woman, but of course, a beautiful woman as well. Yes, it is possible doing this just through your behavior. So on this video, what I want to talk about are the five behaviors that women are most attracted to, that they really, really love. And again, I'm not talking about chivalrous behaviors. I'm not going to be going into the idea of holding the door open or, you know, 
I don't know, paying for the first meal or anything like that. We're not talking about those behaviors. We're talking about the behaviors that you do on a consistent basis when you're with a woman that's happening throughout the entire interactions, okay? So again, these are going to be a little bit more associated with your personality traits, your masculine traits, the way that you portray yourself. All right, let's get into it. The first behavior is what I like to call non-neediness. Now, I'm not really sure that's an actual term, an actual word, non-neediness, but I like to say it like that because that's exactly what we're doing. We're not being needy. Now, if we want to actually put uh, a real word to that, I would say that could be secure in who you are or just confident, right? So we talk a lot about confidence. A lot of guys hear about confidence. A lot of women say, you know, oh, I like a guy who's confident. But what does that really mean? What that really means is you being non-needy, okay, or secure. So when you're needy, that means that you're desperate. And so the behavior that you're going to be doing when you're very needy is going to be texting a lot, putting a girl on a pedestal, doing anything that she wants to do, not having your own opinion, trying to hang out with her all the time, not having your own life, always trying to contact her so you can get some sort of attention, being really focused on seeking attention from her. Those are all needy behaviors. So you want to do non-needy behaviors. So what does non-needy look like? I would say the best way to explain non-needy or to be non-needy would be someone who has their own life, who has a lot of things going for them that doesn't have to do with the woman, okay? That means that you're doing things outside of the relationship or outside of dating that's allowing you to have your own purposes and goals outside of her. A lot of guys that don't have their life together or don't have any sort of purpose or hobbies or anything going on really focus on making her the center of attention. And when that happens, they end up trying to get a lot of her attention, always hanging out, always texting, things like this. And that is you being very insecure. Rarely does it come from a place of you just being like, no, I just I just really want to hang out with her. No, it comes from you seeking validation, always trying to seek validation from the women that you're with, okay? And so, again, the best way to not be needy is making sure that you're doing other things and you're filling your life up with other things and stuff that doesn't have to do with you trying to get attention from her, okay? And she's going to know this. She's going to know this. She's going to know that if you're busy doing things, that you have a life and she's going to be attracted to that and she's going to know that you're not going to be reaching out to her all the time to hang out and be just climbing on top of her whenever you have the chance. No, you have to be secure in who you are, confident in who you are and have a life filled with doing things other than trying to get her attention. Beyond having a life and purpose and doing things like that, there still could be something inside of you that says, I'm not good enough, that says, I'm not secure in who I am, that says, I'm not confident in who I am. So you seek validation to be able to reassure yourself. The problem is, this is like filling up a bucket of water with a hole in it, meaning you'll never be able to fill up that bucket. There's always going to be a leak That's what's happening with you right now. If you're insecure, if you're feeling like you don't have a lot of self-esteem, you may be seeking external validation. You may be going outside of yourself, i.e. the woman that you're with or the women that you're trying to date in order to get that. Instead, you have to come to a place where you are okay with who you are and accepting who you are as a person. 
That's deep. That's a big concept. We can't go over how to do that in this video. A great place to start, though, is by seeing a therapist or a psychologist to get into some of those inner demons and figure out why you're not looking at yourself in a way that says, I respect myself, I like myself, I love myself, and I have high self-esteem, okay? So again, not to throw you off track here, we're talking about neediness and making sure that you're always non-needy, secure, confident in what's going on with your life and who you are so you're not always trying to get her attention. She's gonna see you being needy as a weakness. It actually is. So let's strengthen up what's going on inside of you. The next one is unpredictability. Okay, unpredictability. That is a behavior that women absolutely love. Women love to have a variety. Women love their emotions to be spiked. They love drama. They love intense stuff, okay? Meaning they like excitement. And so if you're predictable, you are boring, Predictable equals boring equals a loss of attraction because things aren't interesting anymore. Here's the thing. The good news is this is not so much of a problem right when you're doing an approach or talking to a girl or in the very beginning of dating. Usually unpredictability or at least the problem of of predictability comes in later on when you guys have been dating for a while, okay? Because if you're doing everything right, if you're approaching a woman and you feel confident and you're having interesting conversation, you have a life going for you, that is going to be already unpredictable because you are a guy who she rarely meets. She's usually meeting a guy who's very boring, who's talking about the same stuff and asking her the same questions and who's not unique and blah, 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 blah. So if you are learning the stuff that I'm teaching you here on the Trip Advice channel or in my Hooked program, then you are already kind of winning that part. But what happens is you end up dating a girl for a while, things get predictable, they get boring because you get into a routine because things start to repeat itself. There's only so much things that you can talk about. There's only so many things that you can do. And so while this takes a little bit of work, it's absolutely worth it if you want to be able to maintain attraction. Yeah, it's it's a little challenging at first, but it's going to help you have an interesting relationship and it's going to keep you involved in the relationship too. So making sure that things are spontaneous. You have a variety of things that you guys are doing, whether it's inside the bedroom or it's you guys doing different date nights or doing trips or at least talking about different topics and not going, how was your day today? And how was your day today? And just repeating the same things over and over and having the same meals and doing the same things. And another good way to be unpredictable is by you always being involved in personal development. So if you're always involved in some form of personal development and you're always trying to grow and be a better person, she's going to see you changing and evolving. And that's going to be unpredictable because you're always going to be someone better than you were yesterday. So that might be you going to the gym, working out, getting healthier, getting stronger, looking better. It's going to be you uh, being more spiritual in your life, whether it's something with God or not with God or just, you know, presence or Buddhism, whatever it is, but tapping into something there. It's going to be you working on your job, your career, always trying to move up. Maybe it's a new hobby that you're doing, a new book that you're reading. This is going to be very unpredictable. And so it's going to get her interested in seeing all these changes that are happening and therefore will be able to stabilize attraction as you go through a relationship. So there's a little tip right there. All right. The next three are something that I talk about on the channel and I dive really deep into, into my hooked program. Okay. It's my TED system, tension, entertainment, and dominance. These are all behaviors. These are way of you behaving that get women attracted. Okay. I go 
into a whole series of videos and step-by-step explanations into how you can use the TED system to be able to get women attracted to you and to be able to be a more interesting guy and just live a better life in general, not just with women, but everyone that you meet. So you can get that at getherhooked.com. There's a link in the description down below. So I want you to go and check that out and learn from there. But I'm going to be giving you a little bit of a taste of what I'm talking about here with tension, entertainment, and dominance. First, let's start with tension. Okay, tension is the idea of you building tension, sexual tension, when you guys are talking, when you're in an interaction with a woman. Okay, great ways to do that. Flirting, eye contact, your body language, the way that you're really showing your confidence through the way that you're speaking to her in your tonality and the things that you say, okay? So tension is a way to be able to show her that you are comfortable with women, that you understand how to build sexual attraction and sexual tension, and therefore ends up getting her attracted. One of the best ways to do this is by being a challenge to a woman, okay? So what this means is when you're a challenge to a woman, that means that you're not gonna be needy. We already described that. You're not gonna be always available to hang out. You're not gonna be complimenting her all the time and making her think that you are totally obsessed with her. She has to be questioning a little bit what's going on. You have to be a little bit mysterious when you're talking to her, okay? So that means that you don't want to show too much overt attention, but just enough so she knows you're interested, and that's what creates tension. Okay, more on that, like I said, in the Hooked program, which, again, you can get in the description down below. But let's move to the next one. Entertainment, the one that I feel guys don't grasp right away because it's very counterintuitive. Entertainment is the idea that when you're talking to a girl, whether it's for the first time ever, whether it's on an app, whether it's on a date, whether it's you've been married for 50 years, it doesn't matter because we're talking about attraction here, right? So entertainment is something that you do, which is not entertaining her, but entertaining yourself, okay? I'm going to repeat that. Every time I talk about this, I have to repeat it because guys don't really understand. Entertainment is going into an interaction with the woman that you're with. And you're not trying to impress her, entertain her, and say things that are funny because you want to make her laugh and you're doing all these things for her. Instead, and I know this is going to be tough to tap into because people aren't used to this, it's about talking about the things that you want, making the jokes that you want, and having a good time to entertain yourself. So you got to ask yourself, and this might take a minute, What is it that's going to make you have fun when you're talking to a girl? And don't just answer that in, well, talking to her is just enough. Yes, I know it's fun to talk to girls and it's, it's, you know, playful and a good time. But what is it that really makes you enjoy a conversation? So what I would do is think about what are the things that make you enjoy conversation with other people that you talk to? What's fun? How do you be silly with your friends? What are the things that you guys talk about? Bring that energy and some of those exact examples into the conversations that you're having with the women that you're with, okay? So we want to transfer some of that into the conversations with the women instead of trying to do things to get her interested. Get yourself interested because the reason this is so powerful is because if you're interested in having fun, she's going to have fun. If you're just bored and you're trying to play dancing monkey and just trying to get her to like you through the things that you're saying and asking her questions that you think she's going to like and blah, 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 she's going to be able to tell she's not stupid. She knows what's going on. So you have to enjoy 
all the interactions that you're having. And I would take that, by the way, and do it with pretty much everyone that you ever talk to. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. That's what's going to make people attracted to you. Again, more on that in the Hooks program. But let's go on to the next one, which is dominance. And dominance to me is really one of the easier ones. As long as you are not afraid of rejection, then this is going to be super easy. But even if you are, it's still going to give you a process to tap into to get women attracted to you. Okay, so dominance. Dominance is leading. It's you leading the interactions. It's you approaching. It's you setting up the date. It's you getting the number. It's you being the one to pay for the first date. It's you being the one to lead her to the bedroom. It's you going for the relationship, everything. You are the one who's leading. If you're not leading, then most likely nothing's going to happen. Not because women are lazy, but they want to be led by you. That's a very masculine trait. Everything we've been talking about are very masculine traits to tap into that the feminine, that the female is attracted to, okay? So you need to be leading the whole time, making sure that you're the one making the decisions. Now, of course, when you're in a relationship, eventually a woman can jump in and you know, plan a date or do something that she wants to do, whatever. It's not like you have to be over-dominant to the point where she's completely submissive and she has no say. It's not about that, but it's about you at least taking control and being able to lead the way, share your opinions, do what you want, and not be afraid to do that and be afraid of any sort of rejection. More on that in the Hooked program as well, where I'll break that down step-by-step and give you the most important parts of dominance to use in your interactions. But I feel like that was a good way of just getting you introduced to it. If you can even just tap into one or two of these behaviors and start practicing this stuff and start becoming a better man, you are gonna be in the top 1% or less of men who are the most attractive and really have their act together, okay? Because this is not just stuff that's gonna attract women, but it's overall good for personal development too, right? Being able to tap into some of these things, becoming a more secure person, being more fun and unpredictable, being able to create tension in your interactions. That one's a little bit more for women. Entertainment, having fun, and dominance leading, which can also be used because it's you taking control of your life and not letting other people get in the way of that, right? So again, all these things, all discussed in the Hooked program. Check that out, getherhooked.com. Link is in the description below. At the very least, I hope this helps and gives you some insight on how behavior works and how it really takes so much more of the lead than just focusing on look, status, and money. Not saying you shouldn't focus on that stuff. Work on all of it, but this is definitely a good start.